I am Giordino, and welcome to our talk time. Today, on our first episode of this new series, I'll be introducing some of our segments, such as Lecture Me About It, Radio Theater, Thought Time, In the Field, and more. But first, let me tell you something. Okay, so this, like I said, this is a new series. There was a series before this. It was by the same name. It's not the same name anymore. It's it's got, I think it's called like JTT Archived. You can check out everything I did back then for like I don't know, but I've been I've been doing this show for the past uh year and a half, almost coming up on 2 years now, which is crazy. But you know what? I wanted to try something out new for the new year. You know, new year, new me, all that kind of stuff and fun people. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, it's a process of starting over. I just wanted to tell you all that, that this is my second time doing this. And I just want you to be here for me right now because I am here. I am now. I am me. I am Giorgino. Boom. Look at me. I'm cool. Oh gosh. Another thing I wanted to tell you. Let me tell you about the snow and the rain. I just came from my home city and the difference between the snow and the rain, which like right now I'm living a I live in a very rainy city as of now, but I come from a very snowy city. And growing up in the snow was very very um it's uh it's not unknown to me. I it's like it's more comfortable for me to grow up in the snow than rather than the rain because right now it's like plus seven or something like that plus eight and it's it's like january right now when i'm recording this which is just mind-blowing for me but back home it's like minus 15 this is celsius by the way i'm canadian sorry about that (laughs) but yeah like minus 15 minus 20 sometimes it can get to like minus 40 even that's more like comfortable to me, even though like temperature wise, it's never going to be comfortable to anybody, but it's just a lot more comfortable to my own body because that's where I come from. This is where I come from. Yeah. And you know, you know, who, you know what? Cool. <laughs> another thing, another difference between by the, like the, where I came from, the difference between my hometown and where I live now is it's like hilly. It's hilly here over there. It was flat. It's flat, it's simple, it's snowy, and it's great. Here it's it's rainy, it's gloomy, it's it's hilly. It, I mean, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. All the plants, all the all the all the mountains, all the things, the ocean, the oceans. I never lived by the ocean before. That's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's a bit like it's it's really weird for me to like live somewhere where it's like bumpy it's bumpy here over there the biggest bump was like called garbage hill and i'm pretty sure that was man-made i mean there are still like parts that go down a little bit some parts that go up a little bit other than that it's not that you know 
Not 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 that mountainous, not that bumpy. Here it's a bump bumpville. And you know, it's cool. It's fun to see. Terrible to walk on. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. But you know, before we do anything else, let's get into our next segment, aka our first segment where you tell me what I should think about. And this is a little segment that we like to call Thought Time. This week, I'll be giving my thoughts on regional cuisine. What is regional cuisine? Well, regional cuisine... I gotta stop saying cuisine like that. Cuisine. Croissant. Croissant. Like a croissant, you know, from uh, France. I guess that's technically a regional cuisine because of the fact that it's a French thing. Is it a French? I'm sure it's a French thing. But I, 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 it's fine. I like a croissant. It's, it's like, it's great. Especially a chocolate croissant. But I'm not going to get into the whole, like, Pinot chocolat, chocolatine thing. If you ever heard about that, how like France is like, like northern France or something like that. I know they're divided somehow. That like, the the Pinot chocolat and chocolatine is like super divisive in France. I don't care. I'm just gonna be completely honest. I don't care. I will chocolate croissant. That's what I'm here. I'm like here in like, I'm from the Midwest. Okay, I'm from like the very middle of the continent. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get myself a chocolate croissant. <laughs> uh, like, oh gosh. But regional cuisine, I, you know, it's good. It's great, you know? Especially the things that are like a bit more niche. I like, I like it when like, I like it when it's like, it, it makes you feel good. And, and like, it's, it's very interesting food. I just, but one thing I hate about regional cuisine, like, Obviously, I like the food, but the one thing I hate about it is like um, the pride behind it. Because I know the people, they're very proud. Let me tell you, they will say like, no, it has to be here. It has to be eaten here. It's not this if it's not made here. It's not blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't care. I want to make, if I want to make a croissant at home, I'm allowed to make a croissant at home. I don't have to be like constrained to like, you have to be in the streets of France. I don't care. I'm going to make it at home. I'm going to like it at home. Okay. You hear me, people? These are my opinions. Okay. Look at me. I'm opinionated. Oh, no. But yeah, I. Well, if I want to make like pho at home, I don't want someone telling me like, this isn't real pho. This is terrible pho. You, you are terrible. Great great food by the way it's delicious if you ever have a chance at like oh just try pho it's really good it's beautifully delicious delicioso lovely regional cuisine love it hate the like pride behind it just uh, just share it share share with people share your cuisine with people like i have bannock sure it's not like it's not a thing that's like was made by my people. I, I like I'm from a, what's it called? A Cree nation, by the way, but we made, we had bannock and it's, it's, it's kind of like a ration food from the colonizers, but 
Uh, another thing like bison meat. Lovely. Just share it with other people. It's great. Share your food. Stop being proud about the food. Like, you can obviously, like, be proud about it that you made it that's from your home country, but don't be like, no one else can have it. Don't let the pride get to you. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And that's what I think about regional cuisine. Croissant. Let's take a break from the studio and get some fresh air with this edition of In the Field with Giordino. Here I am in my room. <laughs> I know this is a bit anticlimactic with the whole, you know, in the field thing. I just wanted to do something out of my desk. I guess I guess a better name with, for this would have been not like away from the keyboard or something. AFK. That would have been cool. But right now I need to do some things, okay? So come along. I have some chores. I need to go throw the trash out. Oh, goodness. Oh, the trash looks full. I should go check the trash first. Oh, wait, it was trash day today. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's some room here for the trash. Come along with me. Here we are, the trash can. The big question is a week. Probably not. I'm in my backyard now, checking the mail. Why can't I open? Why do they why do they close this gate? This gate's never closed. Let's see our mail. Nope. Nope. Uh, that's a coupon and lockchain. It's actually a beautiful day right now. It's like plus. It's plus. That's all there is. No, it's like plus nine. Doctor Phil's on the TV right now, but I'm not turning the TV on because I don't want to get copyrighted. I don't want Dr. Phil going like, now, Jordino, um, according to this uh, article here, you played my show on your show, therefore we're suing you for $32,000. I know this be, might be a bad time right now, but you owe me $32,000 in legal fees. What other chores do I need to do? Let's check around the house, people, shall we? Oh, that seems like it needs to be thrown out. Just a paper bag. Why is there a paper bag here? I specifically asked paper bags to be in the trash for the recycling, you know. But everything is turning paper here. No more plastic. Which, you know, I'm okay with. You're gonna hear some crumpling for a second, guys. I'm sorry. Probably not the ASMR you wanted, but who, who cares? <laughs> You don't get to choose. Unless you want me to choose where I, where I go, like park. You want me to go to a museum? Where do you want me to go, huh? I'll go anywhere, anywhere. You want me to go, and I'll go there. Do you got it? Do you have it? Because I don't think you have it. Whatever. Bathroom seems clean. Oh, what is this? Get off the ground. Get into the trash can. Oh, I forgot to put a trash bag in the trash can. That's right. One moment. One momento later, what are we gonna have for our supper, guys? I think we have leftover soup. Yeah, we have leftover soup from yesterday. Ow! What else could I do? Uh, not much, really. I should have went outside to do this. Next time I should go to the store because this, this, this type of format is better for like the realness of me. I guess I can sweep up a little bit. Get my sweep on. Where's the sweeper? Where do we put the dustpan? Here it is. It's in the bathroom for some reason. Okay. 
hear that nice uh juicy hinges <laughs> that's so, that's so, so bad juicy hinges mind you i'm doing this with one hand i could do this with two hands i could clip this lavalier to my lapel but i'm cool where am i going i hear somebody going upstairs it's scary, but I guess this can come down. The towel. Where do you guys put towels? Like your the towels that you use. See, I live with your parents. Where do you put your towels? I hang mine on my door so I can get it in the morning. But where do you put your towels? Please, um, uh, tell us in mail time. Give us your responses at GiordinoTalkTime at gmail.com. I would like to know where you actually put all your your stuff. And if you tell us, then I won't, I won't hurt you. That sounds like a bad deal. <laughs> you could just call the police on me. Are you though? Are you, are you going to swat me like, so, like a Twitch streamer? Are you going to say, let's go to this place's house. Bust down his door. He has a bomb. I don't have a bomb. Okay. This is good. This is Dr. Phelps going on silently in the background. I think we're good here. Now I do later in the day I have to go through not later in the day but um, probably tomorrow I'll go through the what is this thing called <laughs> the refrigerator I was gonna say the memory box the refri the refrigerator go through that see what's uh see what's going bad oh I want to show you guys something too I'm gonna put a little show for you I got a I got something from Value Village Value Village is like a a thrift thrift place like a chain here in uh, Canada. I don't know if it's in the US. One second. This is my rendition of Old Town Road. <laughs> Wait, one second. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Almost there. You can hear it though. I need to get better at it. I promised my sister I'll be able to. I'll, I promised my sister I'd be able to do that by the time I get back. It's only been a couple days, but I got the first thing. I got do, 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 about there, and then I completely forget. But I have schoolwork to do, and I'm not taking you through that. Yeah, this is this is the first rendition of in the field. Okay, I guess uh, we'll get to some promotions, shall we? Don't forget to check out JTT Unscripted, a traditional conversational podcast where we just have fun and talk about whatever we want. If you want to send in your topics for thought time or prompts for radio theater, then send in your ideas to GiordinoTalkTime at gmail.com. That's GiordinoTalkTime at gmail.com. Send us your ideas. We have social medias too. Catch us on Instagram as Giordino Talk Time and on Twitter as Jor Talk Time. If emailing me ideas is hard, then feel free to DM me those ideas instead. Let's get into this edition of Lecture Me About It. This week, 
I'm going to teach you all about forestry, okay? So what is forestry? Forestry itself is three things. It is an industry, it is a science, and it is a mission of conservation. As an industry, foresters provide the general population with simple wood products and resources that may be found in construction or even your daily poo-poo, yes. As a science, foresters manage the overall health of a forest and have a deep understanding of how a forest reacts to certain practices, such as logging or natural disasters. And as a mission of conservation, it is self-explanatory. Foresters maintain the health and diversity of species in a forest, allowing for a stronger ecosystem, conservation of the ecosystem. Here are some questions that people often ask. What do you do as a forester? So here we go. The connection between humanity and forest is so massively intertwined that without forests, lots of common things in our daily lives will be altered in some way. Foresters maintain the health of forests and produce some of our most used products at home. Remember, think about toilet paper, your daily poo-poo. Forest resources can be made into more than just paper products, but also shelter for us to live in, and even clothing for us humans to wear. We keep sanity in your lives and keep your cities looking beautiful with urban forestry. Trees are just so expansive that it is almost incomprehensible to imagine the possibilities from being used as a simple sheet of paper to even the roots of living trees supporting an entire mountainside from collapsing into some unexpected village. It is truly amazing. For those who weren't listening, foresters do a wide range of jobs, like producing products, planning out green spaces within cities, and working to help conserve the health of an ecosystem. Here's a question for y'all. What is a tree? Can you answer that? I don't think you can, because <laughs> I don't know. Well, here we go. I, I got some. I got several answers for you. According to that global tree specialist group, yeah, there is one. A tree is defined as a woody plant, usually with one stem growing to a height of at least two meters. Or if multi-stemmed, then having at at least one vertical stem five centimeters in diameter at breast height. This definition isn't universal. According to botanists, a tree, no, a tree is a woody plant displaying, displaying secondary growth. I'll get more on secondary growth later. An ecologist's definition relies less on the body of the tree and more on the impact that the tree has on the ecosystem. To an ecologist, a tree is defined as a big plant that provides habitats, microclimates, and it participates in ecological systems. Then what a forester considers a tree is relatively basic compared to others. A forester's definition is a plant that produces timber. Also, a bonsai tree isn't a type of tree, it's just a small tree. You can have any type of bonsai tree. You can have a coniferous bonsai tree, more on that later. You can have like a juniper bonsai tree. You can have like an oak bonsai tree. It's just a, it's just a small tree. Talking more about trees, you may know about this, but there are two types of trees. Conifers, which are trees with needles. They have an open seed, aka like the pine cones, and they grow fast. And you may also have heard them called as softwood trees. The more sciencey way to identify these trees is by calling them gymnosperms, meaning open seed. The other type of tree is called angiosperms, meaning enclosed seed. These are your more quote-unquote traditional trees, like an oak tree or a maple tree. These are the trees that would produce fruits, like apples, bananas, and pears. These trees generally grow slower and produce hardwood. 
Overall, there are about 60,000 different species of trees in the world, taking up about 3% of all known species. Let's talk about the life cycle of a tree, shall we? We all know that a tree would start as, as, like, as a seed. That seed then germinates and becomes a young plant. Young plant then grows into a mature tree, then that mature tree begins to flower. After it flowers, then the mature tree produces either fruits or cones, depending on the type of tree, of course. But I hear you asking yourself, how are these trees growing? Well, remember earlier when I mentioned secondary growth? With that is also primary growth. Let me explain this now. Primary growth is the vertical growth of a plant. Yep, that's right, it just goes up. And secondary growth, if you can guess it, is when it gets thicker. Yep, like a bowl of oatmeal. Many factors come into how a tree grows, depending on how much light there is, where the light is, where, like, where the light comes from. Other factors that come into play can be abiotic variables, such as high winds, snowfall, or even obstacles. When a plant grows towards the light, this is called heliotropism. Plants also grow against gravity, which is called gravitropism. And secondary growth happens through cell division, originating from the cambium. The cambium is a tissue of undifferentiated cells. It produces xylem towards the inside and phloem towards the outside of the branch or stem. Now, what are those you, you know? What are those you ask? What's the xylem and the phloem? Let's do this quickly. Xylem is the tissue in charge of transporting water and nutrients up from the roots of, to the rest of the plants. They go up. Like as it gets sucked in through the xylem, it goes up. Yummy, yummy, yum. And phloem is the tissue in charge of transporting sap produced from photosynthesis. This could be many things, such as a defense mechanism against bugs eating at their yummy bodies. Here's something that I'd like to talk about. What's well, what's the deal with tree rings? What exactly do they do? Why? How do they show up? And why is it like? Why is it a year? How, why do we count them? Well, here we go. The rings that you see on a tree are made up of two different types of wood, early wood and late wood. Please, no jokes. <laughs> early wood is wood that grows fast. It has larger vessels and is lighter. Late wood grows slower. The vessels are smaller and is much denser. Early wood grows in warmer months when there is more sun and more available nutrients in the soil to grow. And the late wood grows in the colder months when sunlight isn't as available and nutrients are far more sparse. That is why trees have these rings. It basically, like, goes faster in the warmer months and then slower in the colder months. So it goes, woo, boo, boo, boo. And then, like, you count the boos and the boobs. And, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why these trees have rings. And that's why we use rings as a marker for age. You may have seen that like rings aren't exactly the same size and the intervals between them may be larger compared to others. This may be due to a multitude of factors. A larger gap may indicate that the season was it was particularly rainy, aka it was able to grow more, it was able to grow faster. And shorter rings may indicate that the season was dry and nutrient poor. But now let's talk about photosynthesis and respiration, okay? We all know about photosynthesis. Water, carbon dioxide, and solar power mixed together equals carbohydrates and oxygen. The carbohydrates take a few different forms. This could be sucrose, glucose, or among um, cellulose. Then respiration includes a lot of the same components, just used in different ways. 
Respiration starts with carbohydrates and oxygen, and then is turned into water, carbon dioxide, and heat energy. Now that that's out of the way, let's talk about what the rates of each depend on. Well, the synthesis and respiration rates can depend on daylight. CO2 uptake is higher within a day as sunlight is readily available. When the sun sets, then respiration is higher as, you know, CO2 production rises. So, aka, when there is more sun, more, more photosynthesis happens, but when there is less sun, then more respiration happens. Photosynthesis and respiration rates also depend on the temperature, believe it or not. The higher the temperature, the more respiration rates go up. Photosynthesis rates begin to rise until it plateaus at a certain temperature. For a plant to survive in the long term, the photosynthesis rates must be higher than respiration rates. So, you know, we can't breathe that much, okay? Stop breathing. <laughs> so the net photosynthesis peaks out around 20 degrees Celsius, then drops significantly anywhere past 25 degrees Celsius. Net photosynthesis increases with the age of the tree. As biomass increases, then photosynthesis rates of the tree rise. It is a simple concept, really. Bigger green equals more bigger photosynthesis, okay? Bigger green, bigger photosynthesis. Other factors that can produce these rates could be the amount of water or the amount of carbon dioxide, among other things. But now let's talk about uh, what kind of growing conditions trees need. We are all aware of the fact that not all types of trees will survive in their respected environments. You, can, you can't take a coconut tree to Canada and say, Here, survive the best you can. It just doesn't work like that. Here comes in the theory of tolerance. This states that a species that species are able to exist and reproduce only within a definite range of values for a given environmental factor, aka they lack that sweet spot. And that, and that sweet spot is called an ecological niche. Basically, the favorable combination of environmental factors ranges for a given species to grow and reproduce. So you know the 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 isn't nice. <laughs> We're almost done. Let's just talk about development and expansion real quick, okay? Okay, just stay with me. So, for an old growth forest to grow, it takes about 1,000 years. But of course, there are several stages before something that beautiful can happen. This starts with the stand initiation phase, then the stem exclusion phase, next would be the under reinitiation phase, then finally it can get to the old growth phase. But what are those phases, you ask? I'll tell you another time, okay? It's not for today. A way that trees expand through a continent is through their seeds, which can be called fruits if you're an angiosperm. Think of like uh, different kinds of fruits you can think about. There's apples, there's pears, there's uh, bananas, mm, watermelons, right? Those are fleshy fruits. You know, animals eat them up and then poop them somewhere else. Boom! Dispersal. The other types, of, the other types are adherent fruits and wind-blown fruits. Wind-blown fruits are those little things that fly around in the sky. Like, have you ever seen those, like, little wing things that fly down from oak trees? No? Oh, oh, well. Have you ever gone hiking and picked up a hitchhiker? No, I don't mean, like, no, I don't mean, like, the people who need rides. I mean, like, the, 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 like the little sticky balls stick to your clothes and they hitch a ride. Well, whatever. Those are examples of adherent fruits, the hitchhikers and windblown fruits, little oak flyer things. I don't know what they're called. A great example of how dispersal can change a landscape is about 21,000 years ago here in Canada. Remember those crazy days? Yeah, me too. Well, around then, the spruce species was more southern due to the glacier present at that time. Then, you know, over the next 20,000 years, they creep north and escape from the south. The same thing happened in the UK with elms and oaks. As the glacier receded, 
these species migrated north over time, of course. But okay, well, that's all we have for today, little learners. Let's get into our next segment, shall we? Jordino here with your very cool next seg. Did, did you hear? Oh, wait, hold. Tune in this week as we begin our weekly series starring Jet, the boy from Georgia living in Chicago, whose sense of adventure leads him to a life full of dangerous quests and interesting characters. This is the Chaos Chronicles. This week, we follow Jet as he lays within his warm bed, alone and bored unknowing to the major shift in his life that would follow in the next couple of minutes. <sighs> For 23 years, I've done nothing but being a boring old sad sack, sitting here in my room, waiting for the next day. I just want something to do, something to worry about. Luckily for him, that would change, as he hears sirens coming flooding towards his area. What's happening out there? Huh. Seems like something happened at the clinic next door. Maybe I should investigate. Jet sees himself outside, wearing his signature jean jacket and sporting a nifty cowboy hat he had gotten from his grandfather back home in Georgia. Once outside, he saw multiple police officers inside of the clinic. I wonder what all this commotion's all about. Maybe some druggie trying to steal some Tylenol again. Eh, can't be. Why would they send so many cruisers? I should get closer. Jet comes to the door of the clinic and gets a better view. He sees what seems to be like six armed officers holding a man at gunpoint. This man is wearing long flowy scarf with flower patterns all over. Well, ain't that peculiar. I wonder what's all this about. Maybe if I get a little closer... Jet puts his ear up to the glass window of the clinic, and he hears the conversation happening within. Oh well. <laughs> what a shame. Seems he got me in the middle of a job here. Um, I must congratulate you on your, uh, you know, your speedy speed. You make even the best look, you know, slow and sloppy. Don't you move now, or we will open fire. Keep your hands up, dirtbag. Oh my goodness, I was impressed by your professionalism. I was complimenting you, but your rude statements make you know better than an English police officer. At this point, Jet was going to give up, seeing this situation was too serious for this simple country boy. He pulled his ear from the window and turned around, but before he could leave... <laughs> hey, you, there, cowboy man! Jet freezes in place, then slowly turns around to face the window... Once again, looking to the back of the strange man's head. Yes, you. You're probably confused as to how I seen you. Well, who are you? I, I, yeah? I... Uh, hold on now. There, there are too many people talking to me right now. Shut your scum mouth. Give me a moment, good officer. Please, thank you. Hi, I am Francois. You probably wouldn't have guessed. I would say that I just knew, but in reality I can see your reflection right there in the glass. This window? No, not the window. The barrier thing. Whatever. It does not matter, okay? As long as I have the attention on you, but most importantly, the attention off me. Within those moments of talking, Francois was able to equip his own weapon. A small dagger. He's got yeah. it! 
You derp. Francois had taken both officers out swiftly, but not as cleanly as he would have wanted. Jet sees multiple wounds spewing blood from his person. Francois falls limp into his chair. Jet enters his board uh, to accompany the man. Why'd you go and do that? <laughs> oh, please. Ugh. With my record, I would have been in jail for the rest of my life, okay? This is a much more interesting way to go out. Francois, was it? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> Nothing. Just, just give me your company. I don't want to go alone. Oh, all right, I, I can do that. Before I pass out, take this for me. It's in my jacket here. Jet reaches into his jacket and takes out a small object. The newspaper wrapping it seemed old and the shape of the object was curved. What is it? Open it up. Jet unwrapped the object and holds in his hand a small axe. Decorated with carvings of bears and wolves. It's beautiful. <laughs> it was a gift. I can't say from who, unfortunately, but... It's very special to me. Thank you. Keep it safe. Put that axe down. What? Jet had been caught in an interesting predicament. Holding a weapon to a dying man, surrounded by the bodies of dead police officers. A officer? I can explain. Be quiet. Put the weapon down and get on your knees. Put your hands where I can see them. Now hold on now. Francois then bursts to his feet, brandishing yeah. his dagger. The officer jumps and points it at him. He throws the knife into his yeah. chest, and the officer unleashes a round into Francois's head. What just happened? What the, Why did he... What in the world? But before Jet could act, a flash of light caught him off guard. Jet looked outside the window and saw a woman holding a phone. She stared at him, and he stared at her. Jet left the clinic and started to run back up to his apartment. Then the sound of sirens started again. Why'd you go and do that? Come on. What's that all about, Jet? You're better than this. Oh, man. I ruined my life. I ruined my boring life. Jet had a revelation. He had been complaining that his life is boring, sad, and depressing. But now he has the chance to change that. He can make his life interesting, happy, and not depressing. Without a word, he dug out his savings from the hiding spot. He filled the backpack up with food and took one final look upon his apartment. Do I want this? From across the room, he saw his cell phone light up. He walked over and saw the notification bar. It was his boss asking if he would pick up an extra shift next week. I do. Jet closed his door and rushed out the back. He ran down the street away from his own life, heading to wherever the wind takes him. Thus began the adventures of one Jethro Cuddler, the boy from Georgia. Let's get into this week's shoutouts, okay? That's right, it's time for a segment I like to call if you know, you know, you know. First person I'd like to shout out is my good friend Jordan. Love you, man. Great guy. Best coffee person ever. He takes, you know, he he can take a coffee and he, he can just pour it. Isn't he great? Signature pour. <laughs> Love you, Jordan. You're great. Shout out to Ermin. Great person and amazing U.S. senator. I don't know. <laughs> Are you a senator, Ermin? 
Next time, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm sorry, Herman. We're bros, not homies, remember? Shout out to Jonathan Jackson. He is for real. He, he, never ma- he, he never meant to make your daughter cry. And he even apologized a trillion times, let me tell you. He's Jonathan Jackson. He is for real. Never, <laughs> never even had drama with his baby mama, let me tell you. Shout out to my good friend Eric. The best bathroom reviewer ever in the history of the world. If he says it's a quality toilet, then it probably is. Shout out to the time he rated every McDonald's bathroom in Canada, which is awesome, by the way. Let's start the conclusion, shall we? And everybody knows the first part of the conclusion is recommendations. Today I want to recommend something quite amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Know what it's called? It's called Dolomite Is My Name. It's a movie from, was it, 2021? I want to get this right one second. It's from 2019. I was was a bit off. But it's a great movie. It's a drama comedy starting, uh, starting, starring, it's a drama to comedy, drama to comedy, a dramedy? It's a dramedy coding, (laughs) it's a dramedy, dramedy starring Eddie Murphy. I couldn't get it out. Why couldn't I get it out? And he plays Rudy Ray Moore. And uh, it's it's basically about, I don't want to spoil the movie, but it's it's like about him uh, creating a movie about himself, kind of about himself, but also not himself. It's, it's like, it's a, it's like a fun movie. And at least for me, it's very relatable. And I just love the movie. You should check it out. Dolomite is my name. Came out in 2019. I don't know where you can watch it. I don't know where you can watch it. Just try and find somewhere where you can watch it. Um, maybe uh, it's a Netflix movie, so it's probably on Netflix. Yeah, it's probably on Netflix, so you can find it on Netflix or something. And I think that's all the time we have for this week. Now, me, I, I don't like to say goodbye, so you know what? You know what? Let's talk again sometime, shall we? See ya. Oh, the synthesis and reparation. Reparation. The ro- the ro- windblown flutes. Whoa. Windblown. Whoa. And have you ever seen... Uh, have you ever gone hike hiking? Hike hiking. These trees are generally grow. These China, these China, or cones, cones. The cambium is a tissue of undifferentiated. Oh. The cambium is a tissue of undifferentiated, undifferentiated, photosynthesis. Now that. Now that's uh, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about what the rates of these each depend on. What? Now that that's out. Now that's. Uh.